beautiful people of the internet, and welcome to The Flat Back 3. We're back with another review of The Last of Us latest episode, episode 7. We are two episodes away from the end of this series, which started out with such hype, started out in such a phenomenal way. Episodes 1, 3, 5 have been absolutely fantastic. Episodes 6 and 7, the most recent two, have been what I describe as meh episodes and this week was no different as we had the left behind dlc where we learned all about ellie prior to meeting joel and marlene and her relationship with riley prior to her getting bitten and her progress in the story that we've seen so far now this episode very much followed the uh storyline from the dlc in the game with some Big changes taking place along the way. I do have some notes that I've just put up in front of me because there are a couple of things that I want to mention. Now, this episode very much follows that storyline with a little bit extra of Riley going back to set Ellie on a pathway towards being a little bit more rebellious. Now, what we see is uh, Ellie getting in a fight, being trained up to be a, a soldier, an officer in the QZ, which is the ambition for a lot of people for her by the looks of it. Although she has been behaving badly, our key character gets treated like she is the child genius she has shown to be so far. And she's pushed towards officerhood, where other girls in this same environment are seemingly pushed towards sewage duty and guard duty, as we find out later in the episode. Why is Ellie so special? They don't know that she's immune. Is it because this guy takes a liking to her? Is it just because he calls her clever? Apparently so. That's the reason that Ellie is set to become an officer when Riley comes back to send her away for this night in the mall that we know is coming and we know what to expect. The big zombie-filled chase at the end that leads to them both getting bitten. I can't wait to finally see loads of zombies for the second time in this series. We'll get to that. Um... We see Riley easily convinced to go with Riley. Riley takes her to the mall. They have a night of fun. They find one zombie, not many. They don't have a big chase scene with lots of violence. They have a scuffle for a minute. They both get bitten and then they kill the infected zombie humanoid thing. And that's pretty much the end of the episode. We get back to her sewing Joel back together with some thread and a needle. Great that Ellie was trained how to sew effectively, how to also do so through skin and all the underlying tissue, I assume, doesn't need to be repaired. It's really lucky that, you know, as with the the game, the Joel is able to survive this, although I believe there is a lot of medication involved in the management of Joel in the game. We will see what happens next episode because we know we're getting... The next big progression, the paedophilic cannibals are coming up next. Um... But there are some big criticisms I had with this episode. The first one, and I've noticed it a lot through the other episodes. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it, so I'm going to take the opportunity to do so now. There is so much swearing, specifically from Ellie, in this program. It is like every other word when they wrote the script for Ellie had to be the word fuck. She says it all the time. And I said to my wife as we were sat watching this episode, I said... Have you noticed how much Ellie swears in this program? I give it one minute before she says fuck again. They break through a window, they walk up some stairs, and she goes, fuck me. 
It's literally every other minute, she swears, and there's no need for it. It's trying to be edgy and cool, I guess, but really it doesn't add anything to the character, and it doesn't add anything to the story. It's just swearing for swearing's sake, and it's really strange because Ellie is the only character who does it. We've met loads of other characters, uh, Joel, of course, being the main one, Tommy, uh, Marlene, I've forgotten the name of the woman that Joel spends time with at the start. But, you know, all these different characters are included in this story and no one swears as much as Ellie. And for some reason, they've just written her to be this complete swear machine. And it's really, really odd. Um, and there was another thing that really annoyed me in this episode. You know, we see the part of Ellie being broken out of the QZ and heading towards the mall. And I get that they try to explain that the mall's lights won't be seen by, by everyone because it's been pretty much turned into a bunker and blocked off. But what about the flashlights that they have as they're walking around the streets where we see we specifically see that there are patrols out at this time? They are walking around with flashlights. They are walking through buildings that would clearly be monitored. And not only that, they're making a, as Ellie would say, a fuckload of noise. They are making so much noise. They're jumping down from ladders and they're rattling. They're jumping on and off of things. They're going through buildings where dead bodies are crashing through the floor, presumably taking at least some of the next floor with them, as well as the debris that falls. Thank God no one was listening. And similarly, thank God there were no tower patrols or rooftop patrols because they just run across the roofs, flashlights out and everything. Nobody notices a flipping thing. Well, that's absolutely fine, I suppose. Uh, you know, bear in mind that in the last couple of episodes, we've seen how careful Sam and Henry and Joel and Ellie had to be to escape the last place they were in. Completely escaped. Colorado? Completely escapes me right now. But... This is the inconsistency that, really, inconsistency that really bothered me. Additionally, I found it really weird, some of the conversations and the, some of the things that Ellie and um, Riley were bonding over slash uh, emphasizing or being emphasized towards in this episode. Most uh, importantly, alcohol and lingerie. For a character who, at this point... I believe that Ellie in this show, as in the game, is about 14 years old. This is at least a few months prior to her time with Joel. So we know that she's still around the age of 13, 14 or 15. Um, in the game, they have a sip of alcohol. They spit it out. In this, it's like this thing that they keep with them. It's like, it, and I just feel like it glorified the fact that it's really cool. And, and it's something that... Uh, I don't know. I just felt like they didn't need to emphasize the alcohol as much, especially strong stuff like whiskey, which it seemed to be. So I don't know what their problem was in trying to make this one of the key components as to why they had to have alcohol to have such a fun time. But I suppose post-apocalypse to be able to get some alcohol, that's fine. But at the same time, two teenagers, should they even know what alcohol is at this point, especially if the only availability of alcohol is moonshine and Ellie seems to know whether this was moonshine or not. So they've been drinking before this. So 13, 14 year old girls drinking alcohol on the reg. The other thing was instead of um, having, I, I said to my wife again, they go into the mall, they have a really good time as kids. They are kids. They are playing the whole time that they're in there. They are just enjoying the freedom that they have in this series. For some reason, 
They highlight the fact that Ellie and Riley spend a few minutes staring at lingerie through a window, even going as far as to say, I'm imagining you in this. Now, that's absolutely fine. Lesbian relationship is absolutely nothing that bothers me whatsoever, but it does when they're teenage children. Um, and we know that Bella Ramsey and the actress playing Riley are not children in real life, but in this episode, they are 14 years old. And again, to have them ogling at themselves, thinking about wearing lingerie is just very, very strange to me. I don't understand why. Um, well, I just don't understand why this was something that they added in and something they felt the need to include. I just felt like it was not only inappropriate, but it didn't progress anything whatsoever. The glances that Ellie was giving Riley, the, uh, the long stares, the thinking about each other in lingerie, we get it. They fancy each other. You don't have to be so freaking on the nose with it. It wasn't this on the nose in the game. Uh, they've made it so fucking obvious throughout this episode, just like with Joel seeing Ellie as a surrogate daughter. We get it. Every time they touch hands or every time they have a moment, he oh, spends a few minutes thinking, stop being so on the nose with it. We can get the subliminal messaging. And that really takes me on to the next point. Subliminal messaging one thing, nothing subliminal about the way they love each other or the way that they are wanting to be together. Nothing subliminal about the map. I've basically written in my notes, Riley is a twat in this program. She's an absolute dick towards Ellie most of the time. Extremely aggressive in her body language and her language, as well as the way that she actually treats her. Um, there's no emotional connection between these characters. I don't feel like the two actresses had any chemistry whatsoever. Um, but Riley is just so smug and so self-assured, and we understand that she's been out of the system, in with the Fireflies, for three weeks. Three weeks is a long time in this scenario, you know, post-apocalyptic. Are you telling me that, you know, in this period of time, she's gone from being this supposed hard person within the, the QZ who was in this system, this disciplined system, and now she's this self-assured, cocky, over self-righteous character. I don't know. She just was a terribly written character. Again, swore every other word where possible. And let's talk about what happens. At the end of the Left Behind uh, DLC in the game, we know that they you know, they both get bit and there's a big zombie chase with multiple zombies and they have to run through them all trying to escape the grasp of these zombies or these infected. And it's a great action scene. And I swear to God... The, the writers of this program, Neil Druckmann and whatever the guy who's produced this are called, they don't want this to be a zombie apocalypse game. Uh, sorry, a zombie, uh, a zombie apocalypse show. They don't want this to be a zombie apocalypse show until it's required to progress the story. Because here, again, we had one zombie, as we have done in most of the scenes before. Like with the clickers, which was such a great scene, we only had two. When we had the bloater and all the zombies coming out, that was absolutely fantastic. It was the highest rated episode so far. It's a zombie apocalypse game turn program. Just put some freaking zombies in the show! It's it's one of the biggest hooks for the program is the apocalyptic element. And all we're seeing at the moment, yes, I understand there is a story to be told alongside it, but anyone picking up this episode, the last episode, episode three, episode one, even to a degree would not even understand that there is a zombie apocalypse going on. Therefore, there has to be some element of zombie interaction. And we know that next week there's going to be the sort of cannibal pedophile episode, which, you know, if you haven't played the game, it's going to be pretty good if they follow the, the layout of the game. But they 
keep varying away from all the action scenes. Like here, the scuffle for one minute with a zombie replaces a full chase, a number of killings. They could have done something really creative by running through the mall and trying to escape the zombies. Instead, they have a uh, like a scuffle with one zombie that they take down relatively easily. Yes, they both get bit, but it's a relatively easy scuffle. Um, it's also really interesting to me that um, the the zombie was sat in a room where he could hear them playing the arcade game. And prior to that scene where we see the zombie wake up, Riley literally says to Ellie, I've been here a couple of times before. She's been here a couple of times before. Are you telling me, and she's been staying there, let's not forget, that's revealed as well. Are you telling me that she's managed to make such little noise despite playing the same game in the same place? Yes, not with someone shouting about the game together. I understand that that adds a little bit more noise, but are you telling me that she thought she was completely clear in this place, completely on her own, she's made no noise for three weeks that she's been posted here? I mean, come on, the inconsistency is pretty clear there for me that that zombie should have or would have been awake far longer than the second that they both interact together in this scenario. Also, the scene where the zombie attacks them, as I say, it's a one minute scuffle and it's one of those where, you know, if they take a step back or they jump down off the counter behind the counter, the zombie has got to go towards it to climb over. It gives you a much clearer shot of the head. For whatever reason, they stay stood up on the counter and make it much more difficult for themselves. Riley empties her gun a little bit and misses every single shot, of course. Oh, actually, sorry, she hits it in the leg twice. So hits it in the leg, missed its head. But okay, um, you know... And to have one zombie take down both of these girls who are, you know, of teenage age, they have been trained to survive, one by the QZ um, officials, sorry, both by the QZ officials, and one also by the Fireflies, in theory, and it's led to them getting taken down, infected by one zombie, which is, again, why, if you had had the escape where they had to go through various locations, they had to take on various numbers of zombies they would have had a better excuse for both getting bitten. Here, it's just not well conducted. And again, I go back to it. For me, this is a meh episode. I was not really enthralled by this in any which way. I thought the story was fine. I thought they told it a little bit strangely in the way that they paced this out. I thought that Riley and Ellie had no chemistry together and that Riley was pretty twattish throughout the episode. It just wasn't a good episode. I thought that, again, the hype that started off with this program is starting to diminish and diminish and diminish and diminish. It got to episode five and it peaked when we had that payoff with loads and loads of zombies that is what should and could be happening in this world you think about the game how often you interact with at least a small group of zombies that should be happening on a more regular basis but let me know what your thoughts are are you still excited for the last two episodes don't forget to like share and subscribe thank you very much for joining me and thank you for listening i will see you soon